Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, why do you Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Wednesday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show here on National Sports Radio. Darren and Justin here with you. We are live here in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. Damon Keene is alongside for the ride for the next two hours. You can watch the show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Oh, I see some adjustments have been made. Yes. The audio and video engineers here at WNSR wow, very nice. have been inside. And as you can see, there's a slight difference between yesterday and today. While I learned something, you were talking over my head yesterday. But it was fun conversation. <laughs> very TV-like. It was, but it was good. It was TVEs. Yes, it was. <laughs> it looks good today, though. Well done. Um, 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. We're going to try to cram everything in here today. As we can, uh, obviously we are off tomorrow for Thanksgiving and for Friday. Hope everybody, you know, whoever goes out there and shops on Friday, good luck to you. I'll be thinking about you while I'm at home. I'm not getting out in that mess. Okay. No chance. Yeah, no problem. No chance. I've been out there for years. Mm-mm. I was out there for years no. covering that. No. There's been a shift. So, you know, it's not as bad as it used yeah, to be. I, I mean, obviously more yeah. people order. So you're yeah. not going to have as many people. and. They're just less stores. They're yeah. just are. Yeah. You know, there was a company called Bed Bath & Beyond. You know, I remember a, that. That was a big store. Yes. You know, they don't exist anymore. No, they don't. They were um, one that, you know, you, you could frequent on Black Friday, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, there's a lot of those that just there's went, a lot of those that went bye-bye. That were around, that aren't around. Sadly. Yeah. There was this place called Circuit City. Circuit City. Wow. Yeah. You went way back in the it, throwback. I mean, it's, what are we going to do next? It's not really that far back. S- service merchandise? Service merchandise. There you go. Boy, you Damon, go. Damon perked up when I said service merchandise. Service merchandise story. My first job in Nashville. Was it really? Service merchandise. I worked in the warehouse. You know how you order stuff? You send it down the pipe. Mm-hmm. I was the one sending it down. So anyway. My first uh, job in Nashville 25 years ago uh-huh. was uh, this place called WNSR. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I think that place is still open. I think yeah, it is. I think so. They're still kicking. We're here now. They were 24-hour sports back then. Yes. They were the only one yes. in town. Yes. And Justin, you may remember, I don't know if you heard of Birds I'm Here. I do, man. Why are that you doing that? That was my that? second job. Why are you doing that? I just thought I'm thought here. I know he remembered that. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. Darren, man. Birds, I'm here. Yeah. Since you were going back in the Buy one, yeah. get one free suits. Yeah, buddy. There you go. I did live remotes and got free suits. That was my pay. Of course right. you There's did. There's nothing wrong with that. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. That sounds like Damon that sounds King, about doesn't right. it? Just to round it off, by the way, my first job was uh, the Food Max on Gallatin Road in Madison. That's no longer there. Yeah. But that rounds us off there. Hey, let's go hit the cooker after the show if you guys want. Man, I wish we you could. Do that? Yeah. I hey, wish, talk- I, listen, I wish we could. <laughs> and for dinner, let's hit Houston. It's not on West No, listen. no, no. Ponderosa. 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 Man. 
That's been so we went from Cooker, Houston's, and then Damon's like, hey, how about Ponderosa? How about Ponderosa? You want to bring up Quincy's just to round it off there? Yeah, those fat rolls. Get the yeast rolls. Give Uh, me a tray. Oh, I'll leave right there. Piccadilly's. It's too much work. (laughs) Got to walk down the line, ask for things. Yeah. We just like to sit down at a table and order. Yeah, that's where we so, are now. We could put, by the way, we could play this game for, for a entire, really long time. For the entire show. And let's not get some of our other callers to call in. I'm sure they can you know, chime in with stuff that probably even you and I have never heard of. Yeah. If you go back far enough in the Wayback Machine. We told you Tennessee and Purdue were going to do battle last night in the Maui Invitational. They did. Tennessee fell in a tight game. Uh, that Zach Eady guy, this just in, pretty good and pretty tall. Yeah, yeah. So the Vols. Paul, uh, right now we're watching, let's see, we've got Tennessee and Kansas yeah. tied at 28 out in Maui with about four and a half minutes to go in the first half. So there you go. Number one, Kansas, and number seven, Tennessee. So Kansas lost to Marquette last night? Yes. Yes, they did. How about that? Yeah, I mean, but you know. It's it's pretty cool. It's Maui, and you know we're I, in November. I, I mean, I know, but that's the the point is. Yeah, that's four top seven teams in the country playing in the same venue on the same night against each other. Yeah, that's doing it the right way. That if is you're college basketball. That is right. Plus, they got to fight the referees all night last night, but then that's a whole different story. Yeah, that's that's a totally different. Kansas story. and Marquette actually had a fight that broke out too at the end of the game. So. I did not see that. A lot of people didn't think Marquette was going to win that game. They looked pretty good, man. Well, they're number four team in the country, so yeah, clearly yeah. they're number they're kind of a good. shocker. Well, you have the yeah. seven of them in together. There can't be any shockers here. I no. mean, there could be some minor upsets at best, but if the number seventeen beats the number two seed. Is it really all that surprising um, when they play at the level that they're playing here? I mean, it's it's you know, you know, you're getting everybody's best shot, and you know, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna scoop in and win a couple of games here. But it's cool to see; it's a good measuring stick for where your program is. I think at this point. So we're gonna head to uh, Carolina here very very soon. We're gonna talk to their play by play man, Anish Shroff, who is the the voice of the Panthers. We'll learn a little bit more about the opponent for the Titans. We'll have our NFL top ten at three o'clock. We'll also get a McFarland six pack of picks in before we get out of here. So a lot on our plate. Here on this Wednesday, watched the first installment of Hard Knocks last night. What'd you think? With the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, Mike yeah. McDaniels is an interesting cat. I expected to, for him to be interesting. He's just different than, uh, I guess, the standard head coach that you think of in the NFL. And uh, we'll see how this all plays out because last year, Arizona was the team in the middle of the season. And, uh, you know, I, I got on here on these airwaves and said, you know, Cliff Kingsbury's going to get fired. And they look like they're a hot mess, and they were a hot mess. And they got off to a good start, and then it just crumbled, and Kyler Murray went down. He got fired. They cleaned house. New GM, which you know they brought Monty Austin Fort from here. Yeah. I think the year before that was the Indianapolis Colts. That was the Carson Wentz year, and they completely crumbled. At the end of the uh, end of the season, and they too did not make the playoffs, and that was the be- starting the beginning of the end for Frank Wright. So, <laughs> if you're the Dolphins, you got to be going exactly what did we sign up for again? But they're very very talented. They focus obviously a lot on Tyreek Hill. They have lots of star power. Jalen Ramsey, uh, they didn't 
not too much on him, which I thought was interesting, but um, obviously a lot on Tua. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll They're see a very right. good team, and I don't know. It got me to thinking, and we can talk about this a little bit later, but you, you do wonder, well, there's been so much talk this week uh, with us and everybody else about Mike Vrabel and the future, and mm-hmm. like he's not going anywhere anytime soon, but you do look around the league, and it's guys like Mike McDaniels and, and the way teams are being built, and you just look at this team, and you're like, man, it does look right now like they're pretty far. They're pretty far away, and I know the NFL. You can catch up quickly. You can, but they seem like they're pretty far away from the big boys. And I am starting to wonder. Like again, I'll just keep saying it. If you're going to keep Mike Rabel, you've got to force him to for, to get a more creative staff. He's got to do better with his staff because you start looking at these staffs wow. around the league, Justin, with some of these good teams, and you know, gather. Bevel, Darrell Bevel, Darrell Bevel, Bevel, Darrell Bevel. Okay. Last night is yeah. the the quarterbacks, um, offensive. Court. I know Mike McDaniel for the Dolphins. For the Dolphins. Okay. So the, you know, again, I talk about you got to have guys with skins on the wall, been there, done it. Oh, oh, oh! Know, I see what you're saying. And those type of guys that have been there and done it. Yeah. yeah. And then you throw in, you can even mix up some. You know, up and comers and guys that are different. Like well, obviously, Mike McDaniel's is one of those different. guys. It's different, but but and and Darren, we're going to differ a little bit on this. I'm not saying that they couldn't, you know, do better by bringing in some new blood. I I agree with that part that they could. But if you are going to keep Mike Vrabel, and if he's going to insist on a certain style of play, my thing has always been, and you know, I've been on this, then do it. Yeah. Then, and, then do what you what you're good at or what you want to do, and go out there and do it. And, and that's been my biggest issue is they're not even doing what the 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 old antiquated stuff that we've seen them do before. They they haven't picked the direction. They seem like they're a rudderless ship. Like they don't know. They're just kind of going with the tide. They don't know what they're trying to do. What direction are they going? Yeah. Like to your point. Like what are you? Are you running team? Tough nose. Defense, well, none of that stuff They don't even working. look like the old Tecmo Bowl team anymore. Right. Now, I don't know what this is. And, you know, that's what I've been trying to figure out all year is what is this? And from the New Orleans game to this one, I still don't have a much clearer view than I did after the New Orleans game, to be honest with you, about what they are trying to do offensively. I, I don't. Well, why I, would you? <laughs> what, what, what proof is there for you to be like, oh, yeah, that's that's what they are. So, you know, bringing in new blood is great. But, you know, pick a direction. All right, we'll come back. We'll uh, catch up with the play-by-play voice of the Carolina Panthers, Anish Shroff. will join us next here on the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Hmm, this is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. 
Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. and Post-COVID travel is on a surge. Many of you are traveling for fun because you've been locked up for two years. Listen, whether you're traveling for fun to Italy, Greece, Spain, France, or somewhere else fun in the world, or USA, now is a great time to book before the crowds hit and save. Plus, with a strong U.S. dollar, you'll get more travel bang for your buck. Right now is a smart time to make your reservations and call low-cost airlines with one phone call you can let us do all the work for free we'll shop hundreds of airlines hotels resorts and give you a way to save huge money on your vacation plans and if you call right now we'll give you a free hotel room with a qualified travel purchase so call right now 802. That's 800 704 When you've experienced the loss of a loved one, you can trust SAG Funeral Home to guide you through the process of honoring their life. At SAG Funeral Home, they pride themselves in serving families in Nashville and surrounding areas with dignity, respect, and compassion. The staff is experienced in a variety of funeral services and can help you celebrate your loved one, no matter your religion, culture, or budget. Family and veteran-owned funeral home and cremations now are handled all in one location. We'll help create a personalized experience to pay tribute to your loved one's unique life. Ask about the pre-planning service as well. SAG Funeral Home, serving Nashville and Middle Tennessee for over 40 years. In your time of need, you need someone you can trust, who can provide comfort to your family in a very professional way. SAG Funeral Home, 1503 Buchanan Street. Call today, 615-244-5044. 615-244-5044. SAG Funeral Home. For comfort and care in your time of need, SAG Funeral Home, proud sponsor of TSU football on WNSR. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. It's the NFL on Sports USA, and we're in Las Vegas as the Raiders welcome the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. The Raiders have Jacobs and Devontae on offense and a monster on the D in Max Crosby. Mahomes and the Chiefs will always move the chain swiftly, thanks to Travis Kelsey. He's in! Touchdown, Kansas City! It's the Chiefs and the Raiders, this Sunday on Sports USA. Coverage begins at 3 p.m. exclusively on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Titans fans, Preds fans, the McFarland Show has you covered. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Rolling along on this Wednesday afternoon here in Music City, the day before Thanksgiving. Darren and Justin, we are the McFarlands, and we are live in the Strikens Bear Family Fun Center studio. We are not in Hawaii. That's where the Tennessee Vols are playing basketball against Kansas right now. Jayhawks lead 34-32, about a minute and a half to go in the first half. And then, of course, that is the Maui Invitational. I don't think it'll feel like Maui here in Nashville on Sunday. No, no, it won't. It's probably going to start feeling like fall and even a 
a hint of winter. Our, our weather has been so Start good. Start feeling like fall. It doesn't feel like fall today. It does. It okay. does. It does. Let's see Car- what's outside right now. <laughs> the Carolina Panthers will be in town, and we have their fine play-by-play man. Anish Roth is on the line with us. Anish, how you doing? I could use Hawaii right about now. It wouldn't be a horrible thing, would it? No, no. It's been that kind of season. I bet you've had more trips to Hawaii than us, though. <laughs> I th- you know what? I actually did go there this summer, so I, <laughs> I did get there for a vacation this summer. Yeah. So you get that music going. I'm like, all right, that's a, that's a nice place to be right about now. Is it? It feels like with this game, it's like the first team to 17 is going to win. That's what it feels like on our end. What about on your end? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was telling somebody the other day, I was on another radio show, and they said, what's what's the formula for the Carolina Panthers right now? And, you know, the reality is offense has been a struggle. It's been a struggle all season, and there's a lot of different factors. You know, part of it is turnovers and penalties, and you're beating yourself. Part of it is lack of explosive plays. So when you do score, you got to go 15 plays, 75 yards, and you hope you don't get behind the chains. So everything is hard on offense, and as you guys know, you follow the NFL. In this league, you know, there's maybe four or five teams that have a margin of error that is, you know, uh, gives you a little leeway. We saw two of them on Monday night. Then there's about 25, 26 teams that have a very thin and slim margin for error, and then there's you know, the group of five or six at the end that don't really have a margin for error, and the Titans and the Panthers – fall in that camp so for carolina the formula is you got to play really sound defense and they've actually been pretty good despite a lot of injuries on that side of the ball some of the points per game numbers are skewed because of things like pick sixes and turnovers uh in your own territory and then you've got to be good on special teams and you got to win field position and it may come down to johnny hecker punting and you know making field goals when you have the opportunity i i don't expect this to be a high-scoring game, and, and the way Carolina is playing right now, we can't win a high-scoring game. Yeah, well, neither can the Titans, so I don't think that's in the formula for either team. So it's the battle of the rookie quarterbacks. Will Levis here, Bryce Young. We sit here in SEC country, so we watch Bryce Young in his uh, college days. Number one mm-hmm. pick overall, Anish, what, what has been – kind of, you know, the feelings, it's still very early in both their careers. We don't know what they are yet, but what's been kind of the early returns on Bryce Young? I'm sure it's been a a slower start than he would like it. Yeah, and it's so hard to evaluate because I think that we thought things around him would be better, especially on the offensive line. And that's kind of been the biggest disappointment on this offense. We knew you had to trade a DJ Moore to get him. There goes your best weapon from a skill position player standpoint. Uh, the running game hasn't really been great. Adam Thielen's been terrific, but Adam Thielen on a really good team is a number three wide receiver and a damn good one. But he's an underneath guy. He's a slot guy. He's not going to beat anybody over the top. And we really have not had guys who can take the top off the defense, who can make plays in space. Uh, I think going into last week we had 21 explosive plays the entire season which was second to last in the nfl Mm. so it's been hard to get a real good read on bryce young just because what has been around him has been underwhelming this season and then the interior of the offensive line there have been a couple injuries so chandler zavala is a rookie 
a left guard, and yeah, he's taking his lumps. They lined up Michael Parsons over him a lot last Sunday, and Parsons had three sacks. At right guard, Austin Corbett was coming off a torn ACL. He was really good last year. Well, he missed the first six weeks, so it was plug and play, figuring out right guard. Corbett comes back, <clears throat> excuse me, and then he suffers an injury on that surgically repaired knee. He was put on IR today, so essentially we're down our two starting guards, and as you guys know, when uh, the play gets blown up from the middle, from the center at the point of attack, the quarterback's got no chance. It doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah, certainly the Titans have had their fair share of problems and woes and injuries and not good on offensive line play as well. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. We've talked a lot on the show this it's season. It's going to be a therapy session on Sunday. I know. Uh, honestly, it's it's been rough here. It's been rough, obviously, in your market. And, yeah, it's – um. I, I don't – look, I think in Carolina, you guys know – you have the number one pick, and I know you traded up, but – you know that, but you got a, a Frank Reich, a guy who's been a head coach. He was in this division. You know, I, I think probably the aspirations were a little bit higher than they've been. And then here, you know, we just haven't seen Mike Vrabel bottom out. They cratered at the end of last season, but Mike Vrabel, yeah. as we talked about yesterday on the show, everywhere he's been, and he's from starting his playing days at Ohio State all the way to now, all he's ever been on is winning teams. And you know, this team looks pretty far right now removed from being a winning team. It, it does, and, you know, with <laughs> I can't speak to Tennessee, but with Carolina, um, well, you know, really, the, the one, I think, common thread here when you have two young quarterbacks, though, is I think sometimes we forget about the value of continuity. I know we live in a world, right, we want to hit the reset button, blowing the cartridge, let's start over, uh, let's go, you know, get somebody else, let's go get somebody else, but you got a Will Levis, you got a Bryce Young. To me, especially in a season like this, their development. Anish, you there? Anish, are you there? Uh-oh. He's on there. Did he hit mute? Unsure. Okay. Let's, uh, let's retry. We've lost him. Let's okay. retry. We can try to get him back there. Um, you know, where he was going with that, I think, you know, obviously he'll he'll fill in for himself. But uh, just talking about where the they're going with the development of them and how crucial this development is here, I think, in year one for both of the quarterbacks, for both Will Levis and for, and for Bryce Young here. And uh, to try to get them, you know, make sure their confidence is, you know, intact. I I don't know if I buy into it, Darren. You know, I'm sure we'll get a niche back here in a second, but that you can shoot uh, a quarterback's confidence in year one and shake them to the point where they're just broken in year one. I, I've never subscribed to that. I, guess I don't believe in I, that. I understand the point, yeah, but I don't really believe that. So if a quarterback has a disastrous year, they're you know their their entire career is over and defined by the rookie season. I I've, I ne- I've never bought into yeah, that, but no. I've heard that narrative out yeah. there oh, yeah. over and over again. People think that's what Josh Rosen's problem was. Yeah, that's, that's just not true. Uh, let's go to Nishraf. I think he's back with us. I don't know if it was mute or uh, mute button or something happened. I don't know. We lost you, but you're back. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Um, so I think you were just we were talking about the development and you know both teams and. Just, I guess, your situation in Carolina where, you know. Yeah, 
you know, I think you guys brought up a good point, right? We're so quick to, again, make these far-ranging predictions on what a kid is going to be after a handful of starts. Uh, you got to see it. You got to let it play out. And I think the one thing that I keep in the back of my mind here is a lot of the noise is surrounding the Panthers. What's best for Bryce Young? Because in the midst of what has been a dark season, in the midst of what's been you know probably a season we're not going to make the playoffs barring a miracle, the beacon of hope is that you hope you have the franchise quarterback. Tennessee, I'm sure, feels the same way with Will Levis. And you have to really look hard and say, is, again, shuffling the deck of cards in the best interest of the development of a young quarterback. And to me, everything falls on Bryce Young and his development. If he is the guy, you got to make sure you have stability and you have the right infrastructure and you have continuity to push him forward. You know, Vrabel knows this better than anybody. Look at Tom Brady. Look at the continuity he had mm-hmm. from the beginning of his career all the way through. Does that career arc happen the same way if Belichick gets fired and they bring in three offensive coordinators in the first three seasons? It makes it tough for a quarterback, especially a young quarterback. So, again, I think there's a lot of value in continuity and stability. How's uh, Obviously, there's new ownership in Carolina with, with David Tepper. What What has that been like? It's always a, an interesting dynamic, right? We've only had the same family here. Yeah, I know dad, you know, was the owner and then dad passed away. Now his sibling, you know, his kids have taken over, not mm-hmm. siblings, his kids have taken over. And so it's still in the same, you know, Adam's family. How about there in Charlotte? How's it been with David Tepper? You know, I'll, I'll put it this way. I think fans obviously want to see a winning product and there has not been a winning season since new ownership took over. But I think if you really do a deep dive, um, there were certain factors when David Tepper bought the team. Again, a lot of the stalwarts on the 2015 team that played in the Super Bowl were starting to get old. And then that first year, Cam Newton takes a hit from T.J. Watt. He's never the same. Luke Keekley retires. Thomas Davis is gone. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had a couple of good years while they were sort of in a rebuild mode. And then he was getting hurt. And then he gets traded, right? So... You have COVID. I don't think you can underestimate what that meant to a franchise when, again, you brought in Matt Rule and his first two years is COVID, and nobody had a blueprint for that. And, again, everything is new, right? So how to navigate that. So they want to win. The Teppers want to win. They're invested. They put together this all-star coaching staff. They basically said, hey, when we hired Frank Reich, you've got a blank checkbook because there's no salary cap on coaches. And you look at our coaching staff. I mean, James Campen is the offensive line coach. Uh, Ajiro Evero is the D coordinator. He interviewed for head coaching jobs. Thomas Brown was a very well-respected up-and-coming offensive guy who was named the OC. Dom Capers and Jim Caldwell are, you know, assistants, analysts on this staff. So they're invested. They want to win, and they pushed all in to go get the quarterback because that's what you need in this league. So, um, again, I think fans are always going to see it through the prism of wins and losses, but I'm in the building. I can see it. Um, you know, they want to win more than anybody. I need you want to ask you about um, the number one criticism that I had. I'm, I'm not talking about the analysts. I'm just talking about me, of Bryce yeah. Young. 
uh, coming out of Alabama, and that was I was afraid that he wasn't going to be durable enough because of his weight. Um, and I said the same thing about Marcus Mariota, by the way, when he was here. I thought his yeah. frame was way too light, and I felt like some of the injuries he sustained was because he didn't gain the NFL weight um, that was necessary to take the hits. And I was afraid of the same thing with Bryce Young. Now, obviously, he's played all the games. He hasn't missed any time uh, for injuries, as far as I can see. What has that been like? Has there been extra protection? Or, you know, am I seeing things? Or, or what What have you seen as far as him trying to protect himself? Or am I making this all up in my head? Well, listen, I think when you have Bryce's build, that is always a concern. What the Panthers felt going into the season was they had a pretty good offensive line, and it was really good last year, and most of the pieces returned. The O-line has not been good this year. Bryce has been getting hit a lot. He's been sacked. i got to look at the exact numbers, but in the last four or five games, he's been getting sacked about four times a game. Dallas got him, I think, six or seven times uh, on Sunday. So he has still made it to this point of the season he's been okay he hasn't really shown up on a ton of injury reports he missed one game against seattle that was early on um but i will say this the two big fears about him his build and his height uh, that hasn't really been um, a factor when it comes to how he's played this year good to hear now the other question i have about him we had a game with will levis uh, a few weeks ago against the Falcons, where he flashed. He went for yeah. four touchdowns, no interceptions, set the city on fire. Everybody was eating mayonnaise. It was an amazing time here in Nashville. Uh, mayonnaise since, with coffee, right? Mayonnaise with coffee and, and, and without. Just however people wanted to have it, people were doing it. Now, has Bryce Young flashed uh, to that degree? Have you seen no. – what I'm asking is, have you seen the potential? Have you seen the thing like, yes, if we can harness – that we can go somewhere with that game, with that guy, with that kind of play? In moments, yes. For a full game like you're talking about with Levis, no. Uh, And again, I think that has a lot to do with a little bit of what's surrounding him right now. But I do think Panther fans and really the Panther front office and the coaching staff need to see that from Bryce before the season's over. I've been saying since the preseason, The barometer of success for 2023 for the Panthers is if you can get to Week 18 and you can say definitively you've got the guy at the most important position. If you can definitively say that, it really doesn't matter what the record is because now at some point you know you're entering a contention window. You just have to build around him, especially on his rookie contract. We want to say that. We really do. Can we definitively say that right now if I'm being honest? No. Now, I've said it especially leading up to the bye and the first game after the bye, which was the only win against Houston, I really felt Bryce had one of these games coming where he was going to throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns, and you're going to go, whoa, that's why we took him. He's regressed the last three weeks. He hasn't played as well, and again, protection hasn't been there. You know, There's a lot of other factors there, but when you take a guy number one, you're hoping he can – you know, at least have a game or two like that in his rookie season just to let people know, hey, this is why you took me with that number one pick. And I think over these next seven games, he needs to at least have one of those. All right. Anish, two more for you, and we appreciate your time real quick. 
the the stadium talk here in Nashville. We have uh, we're getting ready to break ground on a brand new two point two billion dollar stadium that should be done by twenty twenty seven. I've seen reports there in Charlotte that the Panthers want to try to do something in the one point two billion dollar range uh, with uh, Bank of America uh, Park or Stadium there. What is the latest with that? Has that moved anywhere? Not to my knowledge. Okay. Not to my knowledge. Fair no. enough. Fair enough. Uh, last but not least, I've got to ask you about your time at ESPN and yeah. and and Dream Job, which I know is going to follow you for the rest of your life, and I'm sure you you know that and you understand that. But I don't really want to ask you about Dream Job. I want to ask you about one person in particular, and that person that has made such a huge impact on the on the sports broadcasting world, and that is the the time you spent close to Stuart Scott. What kind yeah. of impact? Did he leave on you? Of course, Stuart Scott passed away uh, about 10 years ago now. It's hard to believe it's been that long or eight or nine years ago. But I just wanted to ask you about his his influence on you and, and what that was like. A profound one. A profound one. He was a friend. He was a mentor. When I started at ESPN, um, his office door was always open to me. We had a number of long chats. I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. Uh, he would talk about his daughters all the time, man, and uh, I think of those girls um, who had such a great father. And the one thing Stuart you know, used to tell me, he goes, hey, don't try to be anything besides yourself. The, the story goes, when Stuart started, there were executives at ESPN who would basically say, hey, you got to stop doing this stuff, this you know, hip-hop. Um, the booyah. Type and, of thing. Booyah, yeah. like you got to stop. And one of them basically said, you know, you're, you're too black. And Stuart kind of looked at him, and he goes, yeah, that's what the mirror says to me every morning. (laughs) And he was authentically himself, unapologetically himself. And as I kind of, you know, made my way through my career, especially in my early days at ESPN when I was doing more studio stuff than remote events, um, that always struck me. Hey, you know, don't, don't tear this down. Don't dumb this down. Be you. Amplify the best version of yourself. And I think as you get older and you get more mature and you fully unlock that, you sort of realize, yeah, it's okay if it's not for everybody, but you want to go down swinging being you, because if you try to pretend and be something that you're not, people see through that. And that was the great thing about Stu. That's what I always take away. Um, And, you know, after dream job, the episode where I got booted off, Stu came to me, goes, Hey, I'll see you in the business. And And again, Small line, I'm 21 years old. I'm thinking, like, okay. Uh, but it, he looked at me again. He goes, no. He goes, I'll see you in the business. And, you know, when you say that to somebody young and aspiring, it, it makes all the difference. And um, a gem of a human being, uh, a really good guy, man, and, and, and just talking about it makes me miss him. I love that story, by the way. Um, Justin and I are blessed and lucky to be doing this as long as we have. Mm-hmm. We've been around the block a time or two, and mm. – I know we could probably swap stories on people who have tried to change us over the years and tell us yeah. what we should do. And yeah. yeah, it's like I I've never I would never conform to what somebody else wants me to. So I love that story and I'm glad you told it. Anish, thank you so much for the visit. I think thank we're you, all sir. gonna need therapy session on Sunday, but hopefully it'll be a good game. Hopefully it will. Thanks, guys. Enjoyed it. <laughs> Anish Shroff, who is the play by play man for the Carolina Panthers, of course, they're in town on Sunday to take on the Titans, two teams, and only one's going to get a win, but both teams 
desperately yeah, need a win. real bad. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get your calls the rest of the hour. While we're wide open, 615-844-5600. More of the McFarland Show next. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. I've got a unique vacation idea for you that's right here in the United States. If you're ready for a vacation that's fun and downright affordable, listen up. It's driving distance for many of you. So no planes, no airline delays, no hassles. It's Branson, Missouri, the entertainment capital of the Midwest. Live music for everyone. Branson has three beautiful, enormous lakes, water attractions, live shows, great food, and tons of entertainment. It's a perfect vacation for you and your family. Or if you're retired and you want to have a great time. And you can stay in Branson for as low as $99 a night. Please understand, this is not a timeshare offer. It's a real vacation for as little as $99 a night. We've got a free vacation guide we want to send you right now. All you have to do is call for complete details. Get your free Branson, Missouri guide right now by calling this number. 800-413-3953 800-413-3953 That's 800-413-3953 it's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature during the playing portion do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Your exclusive national sports radio, WNSR Skyscan forecast. For today, we'll have a stray shower, otherwise partly sunny, high 54. Mainly clear tonight, low 34. Sunny Thanksgiving Day, high 60. Partly sunny Friday. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on national sports radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. McFarland Show. 
Broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. This should get you in the mood. Mood to be thankful. A lot to be thankful for. Tomorrow we'll fill our bellies up, watch a lot of football. Yeah. And spend time with family and friends. That's the goal. 615-844-5600 is how you can get in touch with the McFarland Show. Let's go to Tony in Nolensville, where I was at last night. Tony, what's up? Guys, thank you for taking my call. I know you got a lot to cover in the next hour and 15 minutes, so so I want to just call in and say I'm thankful for WNSR, thankful for the, the McFarland Show bringing us good sports talk, sports entertainment, and letting us callers be a participant and be a part of the show. I want to tell you all how thankful I am as far as I think many listeners that are out there. I want to say that to you all right off the bat. Thank you, Tony. And, uh, Thank we you, appreciate Tony. you. And as far as this weekend, real quick, Vanderbilt, open up the playbook. Clark Lee, let the guys have some fun, create some fun environment. What? It's not going to hurt nothing if you get beat 59 to nothing again, okay? Open up the playbook. Have some fun. And, uh, guys, I have to do it. Y'all threw it out there. But it put me down memory lane. What I'm thankful for used to, this is how old I am. This might, y'all might have been here, I don't know. But back in the day, on Thanksgiving Day, y'all, they always played a the clinic bowl. And they played sure, Murfreesboro. Oh, yeah. The, right, well, the, your middle, they played in Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. And they, they played at the clinic bowl, played in Vanderbilt. Played in Murfreesboro. Day, yeah. And they played in Murfreesboro as well. But it, uh, the two high school teams they play in, I really missed those days. And then uh, I thought a little bit more what I was thankful for, that we all got to, y'all threw out there the uh, restaurants. Boy, that, these popped off my head just right off the bat was fifth quarter. Fifth oh, quarter. Wow. Hold wow. on, hold on. Wow. Stop, stop. Stop. Wow. Stop. Fifth quarter, best salad, best salad bar uh, in the city. Bob fifth quarter. Charlie's out on Dickerson Road. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, I mean, the meat and then like to say Morrison and Piccadilly, the family restaurant. Mm. Oh, they were some great ones. You know, fifth quarter, which was the Jolly Ox before that. So. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, wow. The Jolly so Ox! Things, <laughs> it was the Jolly Ox. Yes, it was. Oh, man. <laughs> then I had to go down memory lane and, and say how thankful we all were to experience some of those and my, one of my favorites, 101st Airborne. Oh, my gosh. That was a great one. Unbelievable. Wow. But, uh, guys, just want to tell y'all, have a good, safe, enjoyable Thanksgiving. And thank y'all for be, always being there and letting us have a good entertainment sports talk show on WNSR. Thank you, thank Tony. You Thanks for being a part of it, too. Really appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, sir. How about Otter's Chicken? Wow. How about that one? Otter's Chicken, well, for me, it's Mrs. Winters. Okay. But remember when Otters were blowing up? I mean, they were everywhere in this town. And then I do. I think they're they're gone, right? I haven't seen I don't one. Think if, if there is one, I don't know what it yeah, is. I, I don't, don't want to, you know, disrespect the good folks at Otters if they're Well, around, there was but. one on Demumbrian that was very, very popular. And then they just started branching out all over town. And, um, yeah, Otters Chicken. Yeah. Since we mentioned a chicken, Mahalia Jackson Chicken on Jeff's Street. 
Man, well, there was a bunch of stuff on Jefferson Street. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah man. Nah, that's a whole other thing. But no, it. it I don't know, think Darren ever went down there. No, Darren was on Jefferson Street. He he knows what's what was over there, you know. And, but there was a couple. That you was know, terrible. I'm sorry, Darren. You know the the Lee's chicken. You know that has disappeared over time. I see. I used to see Damon's I, face I, Damon face. Damon, I told you one of the first places I ate at when I came here was Princess Chicken. Which is why, oh, that's right, you probably weren't on the show when Justin and I know that we used to talk about it. And I was like, when did it be, Nashville hot chicken, like, that didn't just come to this city. That's right. been here. One of the first places I ever went to mm-hmm. was Prince's Chicken. Now, it wasn't hot here chicken. like this, though. 25 years ago. Yeah, it wasn't here in Mass, and, you know, it. I, I don't want to go all down that. But it, it, it's, you know, it was it's weird, though. I will say that. The, the hot chicken thing, even though it's, I understand. It's just strange to see it in its current uh, commercial form, shall we call it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting you it. You know, I, I just, you know, it's just like, what, when did this become our Philly cheesesteak? When did we decide that this was going to be <laughs> our, you know, deep dish Chicago right. style pizza? When, yeah. when, when did this become our thing? You know, when did this become the, our, our fish market, you know, yeah. in, in Seattle? Like, when, when did, you know, we just designated this. I know because you go to other places now. I don't know if you've noticed this, and you pick up the menu, yes, and yes. it says, "I'm talking about other places as in other markets." Listen, it says Nashville hot no, chicken no, sandwich. No, no, it's in France. I was there in France. It's on menus in Paris. Nashville <laughs> hot chicken. Nashville style hot chicken. Wow. It's worldwide. How does that happen though? Because they they have to get the. I don't know. See, recipe. that's the thing. I that's don't know. No, 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 no. That's no. what we've been trying to figure no, out. No, they don't need the recipe, Damon. They can just say it. They can yeah, just say it. No right. There's no recipe. No. You can just call it that. I mean, who's got the trademark on Nashville? But the hot question chip? is, or you can call it Nashville style. Well, how did it, it become? You're asking the the question. How did it become a thing? You know, where everybody started referencing. Nashville hot chicken. Well, how did this become our like our when mascot? It's like, well, hot chicken's well, been here for a long time. It's because Princess Chicken set the standard over on Broadway. No, 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 because Princess Chicken has been there forever. Right. So, so why, it had so to why have, now? There had to be a movement. Like there had to be something happen. This was intentional. I don't uh, know what. How? I think it was bachelorette weekends. That's probably what it yeah, because every time I pick up a bachelorette, first thing they say, we got to try the hot chicken. I, I don't I, know. I, I, don't, I, know. I, don't, I can't I track don't it. I don't know. I can't track it. I'm just saying, you know, we were fine for, for a long time. Right. And and nothing against princes. I like princes. It, it, it's, it's been here the whole time. I know. And But all of a sudden, one day, we jump up, and now, you know, Hot chicken. There's hot chicken places everywhere. There's, you know, hot everywhere. chickens on the menu in Paris. <laughs> and I just don't, I'm looking around at myself like, what, 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 what happened? When did we get here? Who decided this was going to be, you know, our thing? And it's fine, I guess. I just don't, I just don't remember it, you know, like being this thing to where we all met and agreed like, man, this is the thing. Like, you know, we got to put this up so the whole world knows. I, I don't remember that. R.I.P. wrote tears. Yeah. May it rest in peace. Yeah. Damn COVID. You know. A lot of good came out of COVID, but that was one of the bad. Well, 
you know, it's not as in good as in we changed how we thought about well how to do certain things. It, what 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 ruined everything is not so much COVID; it's the rent prices. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, <laughs> true. The rent, the downtown, cost, the cost of living here yeah. in Nashville, and the uh, inability of these places to be able to afford their rent is what has driven a lot of these places out of business more than almost anything else. Yeah. So, you know, that's just that's why I'm surprised the the soda shop actually expanded and got bigger. Well, it didn't go away. You know why? No, Ellison Place. Because Tony Garantana bought it. Okay. You know who Tony Garantana is? No. Do you know the 505 building downtown? The yes. Tallest, he owns that. Okay, that would explain it. And, you know, and several other large properties. The, in other words, a multi-millionaire. He wanted it to stay. Wanted it to stay. <laughs> okay. And, and bought say. it and made it make sure somebody with did. deep pockets said, invested and decided staying. it was going to stay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that makes sense. Then. <laughs> Not only stay, get bigger and get bigger. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's take a final break. Come back. Wrap up the first hour next. As a Middle Tennessee-based company, Strike and Spare Family Fund Centers is committed to helping our community. This November, we are honoring our local veterans. Strike and Spare is partnering with We Are Building Lives, a local foundation dedicated to helping veterans get back on their feet. So far, more than 1,100 homeless veterans have been helped off the streets through the We Are Building Lives Foundation. During November, for every $5 donation made to We Are Building Lives, Strike and Spare will give you a free game of bowling. Visit any of our five area Strike and Spare centers to donate or visit strikeandspare.com to donate today and help our heroes find a way home. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cut from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800 That's 800 
Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I believe this franchise right now, unfortunately, is paying for the sins of a lot of bad draft picks and, and bad signs. You can only dodge that for so long. Would you think about going back-to-back years with your first-round pick and get nothing? Nothing. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, it's just the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Our NFL Top 10 coming up to be in the second hour of the program. Daniel Jones, ACL surgery out 8 to 10 months. Mm. That is for the rough. Giants. Yeah. That will put him, if well, it was 10 months, that means he wouldn't come back until the start of the regular season. If it's eight months, that'll get him back in time for preseason next year. So we'll see with that. But We shall see. Predators tonight uh, honoring David Poyle yes. at Bridgestone Arena uh, for their tilt against the Calgary Flames. So mm. the final tune-up before the Thanksgiving break, uh, or really just Thanksgiving off. They've always played a lot of games this week. Uh, in fact, they've, far as... For a good while now, they've usually done this Monday, Wednesday. They they've done Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday before right. this week, Justin. Where right. it's like just like the the off day is Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know because I lived it. <laughs> wow. I, I remember it well. Okay, well, like are you guys going out of town? Uh, no, I I can't go anywhere. Yeah, no. Tonight it's Calgary. And then again, like I said, Friday it'll be uh, St. Louis. That'll be an afternoon tilt, by the way, on uh, on Friday. Is that right? Friday? What What is today? What's today's date? Today's 22nd? the 22nd. Yeah, they play on Friday, the 24th, and then Sunday, the 26th. Okay. At home, Back at home. Okay. So they're at St. Louis on Friday, mm-hmm. home Sunday night against Winnipeg. Wow. So that that's the one road game because they were going to play nine out of their next ten. Correct. Uh, at home, and the one road affair is not that far. It's up the road in St. Louis. Uh, then they turn around and come back uh, for a big game against Winnipeg. So a so. very busy week for yeah. the Preds. A crazy game well, Monday a, night. A telling week here is yes, what it's going to be. Agreed. I would agree with that. So they are currently seven and ten. They've strung mm-hmm. together a couple uh, of. Ex- Couple exciting victories. Mm-hmm. We'll see if that can continue tonight. Like I said, they're honoring David Poyle, so it'll be a perfect night to um, to get a, a third win in a row, and then they'll go to St. Louis and take on the Blues on Friday afternoon at two o'clock, and then back here Sunday night to host Winnipeg. If you notice, these are like the teams they're playing here that the, when they were on that long road trip. Remember, they went to Calgary, mm-hmm. they went to Winnipeg. 
And so some of the teams that they were playing out on that road trip playing back here. So a busy, busy week for the Preds. And we'll see if uh, indeed, like they said, get this on a roll. Can Monday night's game maybe start something, you know, a winning streak for them, like a real winning streak where they get into a patch where they win, you know, seven in a row or nine out of 10, you know, is that something, a game like that against Colorado? Is that a game like that? Can that catapult you into a winning streak? I think it can. Um, But what they've got to show is the consistent talent on this roster to shine. You know, if Phil Forsberg wants to come, you know, be the for real leader and continue to put up goals every night, then listen, the door is open. And and by the way, they got to get the scoring up. You know, it's it's nice, you know, to with with four goals, but the other night they had five. They've got to continue getting for me four goals or more in in almost every. For me, that's the mark. I mean, because if the scoring is where we're going here in the NHL, and it's up, they can't win two to one, Mm-mm. three to two. You got to win now five to four, six to five. So that means you got to get the the biscuit in the basket if you're them uh, more consistently. And, you know, this season is all about trying to find who can do that and the best way to do that. Should be a good crowd in the building tonight. Yes. Uh, the night before Thanksgiving. They've always been good uh, good nights because everybody knows you're off tomorrow. So we'll see if that indeed uh, is how it plays out. We'll come back and we will begin the second hour with our Week 12 NFL Top 10. How much has changed? You're about to find out. We'll do that next as you listen to The McFarland Show here on Nashville Sports Radio.